drink cinema. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema, our first review of the year. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. I am Lee. I am Garth. Ooh. Actually, why would I do that to myself? Party on, Brett. Why would I? <laughs> why would I make myself Garth? Yeah, because I'm dumb. clearly I Wayne. I really should have made myself Rob Lowe. Tia Carrera. Nah, I'd prefer to be Rob Lowe. She can really wail. Yeah. She's a straight out hottie or whatever they call her. Wail is the only word they use for good. Like, wail is a singing adjective. Yeah. Right? But then the band really wails, Wayne says at some point. Yeah. I don't... Wails. It's an interesting... It's not really a word people use anymore. No, it isn't. But uh, I don't hear people use schwing anymore either. No, or it's been a while. Not at the end of a Nat. sentence. Except for Borat. Yes. So Wayne's World is what we are reviewing, which you will have guessed by the title and the fact that we've talked about Wayne and Garth. Party time, excellent. Party time, excellent. My first question was, how do two idiots, basically, get a show on the TV? Because it's it's public access, so yeah. anybody can get a show so on I look, TV. So I looked it up. It's right? like, how does two idiots, I don't know, like start a podcast? Yeah, that's it. But we're not on TV. And we're not idiots. I initially thought I was like, maybe it's like Channel 31. Yeah. And it is. Yeah. So cable in the States is big, obviously. And then each area has a local access station where people can just make their own show. Yeah. But he would have had to buy all of that equipment. Yeah. And the little van that sits out the front. Yeah. That's a lot of money. It's like Hairspray. You know, Christopher Walken, I can't believe our girls on local access daytime daytime TV. TV. That's not local access. That's local produced TV by the studio. This is just some blokes have brought cameras and a satellite dish and are somehow on cable. Um, And it's somehow... Their friends that seem very stupid know how to operate everything. Yeah. Their idiot friends are fully knowledgeable about TV production equipment. Yeah. Our patron, Katie Lee, yes. will go straight up with the patron shout out. Okay. Because all of our Patreon patrons, which are now one. Yeah. But hopefully will be more soon because it does cost money to make this podcast as good as it is. Katie Lee, the main thing she said about it was these guys would be huge on YouTube if it existed now. Oh, yeah. they. She said they're the inspired unemployed before mm. that existed. Yeah. And they would be. And I thought the same thing. Like if YouTube was a thing now, these guys would just have two webcams in the basement. Yeah. And they'd be getting millions of views. Yeah. And they wouldn't even need to get picked up by Rob Lowe. No. They get sponsors. You don't need to be on TV to make money. No. You can make money out of YouTube. Yeah. They definitely have more views than our YouTube. And then they go on Ellen as a sensation. Yeah. And then they'd like do the red carpet at the Grammys. No, but all what they do is they'd like host when bands come to Chicago. Yeah. Yep. Like they'd be the hosts or they'd be like the supporters or they'd get them interviewed. Like they'd be interviewing Alice Cooper by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because YouTube is obviously much bigger than local cable access TV. Even if they are not worthy. And really, they're not worthy of Alice Cooper. Particularly Garth. Garth is very interesting. And obviously very deliberately he's an idiot. Yeah. But is just technologically clever. Yeah. Like he just builds shit and fixes shit. It was, yeah. And then the the opening thing where the guy comes with the, the, the suck cut or what, what the vacuum cleaner that cuts your hair? The suck cut, yep. It cuts and sucks. Yeah. Well, it certainly does suck. <laughs> it's a very, from people I spoke to about it, it's a very quotable movie. Yes. 
you know, and it's. Well, I was going to say it's things that people say now, but like we said before, nobody says schwing anymore. Nobody says it, but people quote it. Yeah. And like, we're not worthy and, well, it certainly does suck. Those things are quotes. And there was one other that I thought of, but I didn't write it down. I don't own a gun, <laughs> let, let alone enough to necessitate a rack. A rack. That's Lara Flynn Boyle. Yeah. From like the practice. Yeah, she went a different direction she went after very this. serious after being lunatic Stacy. And then what'd she do after the practice? Who knows? She's just waiting for the call up for Wayne's World Three, I reckon. Wayne's World Party Time, excellent. It'll it could come back. Like Bill and Ted came back. Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh wait, that was before. Yeah, that's before the practice. Yeah. Was the practice with that? Guy, Dermot is his name. Dylan McDermott. Yeah, that's it. Dylan McDermott. That's the practice. I forgot. The only things I knew about it were Show in a Basement, Bohemian Rhapsody, and She Sings Ballroom Blitz at the end. Yeah. Two of those things happen in the first five minutes. Yeah. So the whole like hour and 20 minutes of the movie, I had no idea what what had happened. No memory of. Um didn't think the Bohemian Rhapsody scene was that early. Was scene two? Yeah. No. It was like, oh, we just did a thing. Let's go. I'm like, oh, so, okay. So this is it. Okay. Yeah. And you could see that he didn't want to move his neck. Apparently, like, he pulled a muscle in his neck. That's why he doesn't do the headbanging yeah, so like Myers. And Is he driving? No, Garth's driving. No. Uh-huh. Garth didn't take the time to learn the words. And you could tell that he was just not, mumbling. But not that a great lip sync. Worked with his character. Yeah, his character's an idiot. An idiot. Um, there's a lot of random shit in here. It is sketchy. But it's like... Like we said about the Blues Brothers. I was I was also thinking like, when watched it when we were younger, I thought it was funny. Right? Yes. Now, I'm not... It's I don't find it as funny. No, but I also think, like, what did we find funny as kids? Like, people doing stupid things. The suck cut was funny. Is that Stacey what it's keeps injuring like it. Stacey keeps injuring herself. That's funny. And we probably found Schwing funny, but we didn't know why when we were kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, but then it's like I, re- I reckon. Then there's all these kind of references to, um, like seventies or classic rock kind of stuff. That I think it's like I don't really, you don't really get it. As a kid, we definitely wouldn't. And have I still don't it. get some of them. Like now, I just know who they are and know some of the songs because of Guitar Hero. That's yeah, the only yeah, reference yeah. I get now. You could make this in term, like speaking of references, you could make this movie now. And it would be huge because mm. it's 80s references. Yeah. And everybody is all about 80s nostalgia now. Yeah. Um, and you'd cast one of the kids from Stranger Things to be Wayne. If any of them are yeah. funny. Are any of them funny? No. Nah. I don't know. The one that has a weird face? The one with the lisp could be Garth. Yeah, maybe. You'd probably still cast Rob maybe, Lowe, though. No, but Millie Bobby Brown would be Garth. Yeah, true. <laughs> You'd still cast Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah. I fucking would too. Um, before this, I was reading up. Before this, Rob Lowe had done serious stuff. And this was him like yeah, taking a step into comedy and proving that he has comedy chops. And he does. Yeah. And having watched so much, particularly Parks and Rec. Yes. I'm like, that this just, Rob Lowe's just funny. Yeah. Which made it really hard to even watch the ads for that fire show he was in with Liv Tyler. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, last last year Channel 7 were absolutely flogging it. Yes. Like, Rob Lowe's not serious. Yeah. And what's bit... Liv Tyler doing? Like, really? That show. Yeah, but like, it didn't look any good. For the no. people that were in it, it didn't no. look any good. Um, But this was good. Meatloaf was in it. Meatloaf. Oh, too poor soon. one out. I unintentionally watched a Meatloaf episode, a movie after he died. I didn't know Wayne's he was in World. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's in it for two seconds. He says two things. Yeah. He has, he's a bit 
He was a bit like that, a few cameos. Like we said, he was in Spice World as well. Yes. As the bus driver. Yeah. Fight Club, obviously Rocky Horror that we've reviewed before. Um, I think it's a good cameo in this. Yeah, it makes sense. Because it's a rock thing. Yeah. And he's not a terrible actor. No. He's good in Fight Club. He is good in Fight Club. Um, There's some of the random things, like Ed O'Neill... What the fuck? Like, why? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's a bit strange that he's just like, he have clearly seen, killed have you ever someone. Seen a man bleed? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't see the point of that. I don't either, other than that it's just a sketch movie, and I guess they're filling space. Yeah, I don't know. And Or they just come up with ideas and just put them in because they've got an hour and a half to fill instead of three and a half minutes. Yeah. But it's, and then they're driving the car, and then there's this fancy car, and they go, Excuse me, do you have any grey poupon? What? <laughs> like, what is that? Is, I was like, Is that a reference to some other movie? Like when the T1000 comes? Oh, don't. That was the most random thing. That I'd really, I, I, I didn't mind the little put in bits and the little kind of sketch bits, but that was. Too much for me. Oh, is it a reference to an old commercial? I don't know. You're looking it up. It's... Oh, who cares? It was dumb and unnecessary. It is very sketchy. I feel like the story is as strong as Blues Brothers. But the in-between sketches and bits don't seem to fit as well. Yeah. I think the Blues Brothers sketches fit into the story better. Yeah. Like, it's funny to see him stuff his face with white bread in a French restaurant. So instead of them just going, oh, the first meal out of prison, they're going to go to a French restaurant. They put Mr. Fabulous there as the maitre d'. So it makes sense within the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, oh, you know what would be really funny? If the guy that runs the donut shop is like some weird ex-killer and he speaks yeah. psycho to the camera. Instead of working that into the story, it's just they there. just put him there. Yeah. And then there was a bit of randomness with the policeman at the front of that diner thing, but then he came back later. So I'm like, okay, it's just setting up that We they need know to people. establish that they know a policeman. Um, but then is that Grey Poupon... It's, it is funny when you say it. Grey Poupon <laughs> thing, like the did you get me my cheese whiz boy? It's like the same kind of thing where it has no relevance or anything. Like from Bruce, did you give me my cheese whiz boy? And there's this, like, what is that? That's a guy that he knows where he lives though, not just a random car. Yeah, but what is the point of having that in there? There's as much point of having that in there as there is in destroying a hundred cars at the end of the film. True, true. I didn't, I didn't remember, obviously, most of what we're going to talk about today, I didn't remember. How it's a corporate America versus the common man story. Yeah, yeah. And Rob Lowe, who is the perfect slick executive looking in yeah. 1992. Greasy hair. Greasy hell. hair and that big, huge 90s double-breasted suit. Yes. Um, is trying to exploit these young people because they want to make lots of money. And it, of course, backfires... Because we have to go, we have to root for the common man. Yeah. So it backfires and it doesn't work. What did you think about the bit where Wayne all of a sudden is learning Cantonese and knows it all and has a full conversation? Yeah, it's funny. It could, it could be very. But if I love done that, that slightly differently. It yeah. would not have aged well at all. No. If he'd like done a bit of an accent or someone said to me, is there a bit where he like does the bad Kung Fu yeah. dubbing thing? Yeah. And if Maybe that's done, in Wayne's World too. Yeah. If they'd done something like that, that would not have aged well. Yeah. But the joke isn't about the language. The joke is that he's like, oh, I'm just starting. And then has a full yeah. conversation yeah. with like, philosophical quotes and everything and it works because it's right in front of the psycho ex stacy who has no idea what they're talking about yeah fucking stacy stacy what a nut um 
It is a Pepsi movie. It is a Quite Pepsi movie. Obviously so. Yeah. That bit was funny though with the with the sponsorship kind of product placement that, taking the piss. Yeah, that um that was a funny bit. And how the the conversation was all about we're not gonna sell out and then he's drinking Pepsi and then he's eating a Doritos and then Garth all of a sudden is full Reebok. Yeah. Which is funny. like that joke hasn't aged well, only because no one wears Reebok now. <laughs> if it was Nike or Adidas, yeah. But yeah. the fact that it's Reebok... Really, is... like, time stamps the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, not you're watching the tennis, nobody's wearing fucking Reebok. What bloody brand is Daniil Medvedev's racket? I don't even know. Um, It's like tech, Technofiber, oh, TaylorMade. TaylorMade's Golf. ProConnect. I watched Medvedev Titleist. last night. Um, Medvedev tennis racket. I'm gonna because okay, we're a, a sports podcast as well. Yeah, we're doing a we're doing a Techni Fiber. Right. Who have never heard of? Like, how long have we played tennis for? Is Techni Fiber new? Maybe. Maybe it's going to be the next um, Babolat. Head. <laughs> Head. When no. did they start? Techni Fiber. I think it's oh, somebody else has a Techni Fiber as well. Yeah, one of the women has it. Oh, that um, girl with randomly um, has an N in her name when it's not in the name. Oh, yeah, good one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they always pronounce it weird. Anyway. Sviontik. That one. Pepsi, Doritos, Technifiber and Reebok featured heavily in Wayne's <laughs> World. And, yeah, that was funny because... But also, Roblo did and didn't his character kind of know what was going on? Yes. Because obviously, and I'm surprised you like that because it's very meta, breaking the fourth wall, talking to the camera business. But I think it's, it's I think, okay, I think it's all right because <laughs> they that's how they mo- do the movie because they start it from, from the stuff like, hi, I'm Wayne and this is Garth. Yeah. That yeah. was... Okay, that was really bad. <laughs> that was more like some sort of. That was more like some sort of over-the-top trailer voice coming <laughs> to <laughs> cinemas near you. Oh yeah, yeah, like the guy that ends up voicing their show. Yeah, and, and he can't say Garth's last name with <laughs> Wayne Campbell and Garth. Over to you, Wayne. <laughs> The, yeah, that bit with the ads and the the stuff, that's clever, particularly within the corporate America versus the common man storyline. And I think that I would find it interesting to see, like, because they're clearly taking the piss out of, like, that product placement thing. I want it. They probably still got bloody money for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There would have been meetings of product placement. They're like... The, the marketing team for the SNL producers that produced the film yeah. would have met with, like 1992, Doritos, Pepsi and yeah. Reebok were huge brands. Yeah, yeah. Like Pepsi were really pushing at this, like all through the 90s. Yeah, Cola Wars, man. And so they would have been, we want product placement, but this is the sketch we want it for. Yes. And I reckon a couple of the marketing people for the companies would have been reluctant to start with. Because they're like, are you, are you just going to be taking the piss out of our products? They're like, no, no, we're taking the piss out of advertising and product placement. Yeah. And like, we, we're still going to very clearly show a Pepsi can. So, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Um, Dana Carvey. Nothing since. Like, he did a bit before. He was in Halloween 2. Oh, okay. And then Spinal Tap. As the role of mime waiter. Um, <laughs> Spinal Tap's a great movie. Is that got an anniversary just in case we want to watch it this year? 1984. Oh, no. Um, and then obviously did the Wayne's Worlds. And then like... The Wayne's World reunion we had recently. In, and then he's... I don't know. Then he did some... Um, I feel like he just did cameo bits in... Adam Sandler movies by the look at some of these names. Oh, voiceovers, Secret Life of Pets, Hotel Transylvania. 
a bit of voice stuff. Yeah. 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 But didn't really, when you think about it, I suppose that he was just like there. He was just Garth. And he probably didn't write it. So I think why Mike Myers has gone further is because he wrote it and he made the characters. Yeah. So then after this, he made the Austin Powers character and wrote that. Yes. And then he made the Love Guru character. Yeah. And then we haven't heard from him since. <laughs> and then he was Winston Churchill in Inglorious Bastards. Okay. All right. And I'm then he was say. that guy in... The executive in Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. With the and worst line in the movie yes. that everybody knows we hate now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dana Carvey, yeah. Unfortunately, the Dana Carvey show um, oh. only lasted eight episodes. <laughs> Do you reckon people tuned into those eight episodes expecting it to be Wayne's Will? Probably. Like they probably thought we're going to see Garth. Yeah, even though it was like a few years later, but still... Anyway, he like he didn't go as far as you would hope after it. Maybe because he could only do that one thing. Even though he's on Saturday Night Live for so long, you'd reckon he'd be able to act. Anyway, the the peop the successful people that come out of Saturday Night Live are the writers. Yeah, well, like, a lot of the times the writers then go join the cast. Then, and then are Tina Fey, like yeah, Tina Fey, Mike Myers, um, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, yeah. They go on, or Andy Samberg, or they actually end up being good actors. Yeah, and I feel like Dana Carvey might be neither of those things. Unfortunately, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's neither a writer nor a particularly good actor. Yeah, like what's her name that is in the Ghostbusters one? Melissa McCarthy. No, Kristen Wiig. The other one, Leslie Jones. Ad Bryant? No, I don't know. What? <laughs> I'm just naming. <laughs> I'm just going through the um, like, Ad Bryant, Egon Waldem. I'm just going through like this Saturday night. Like, is it Bowen Yang? It's Bowen Yang. It's Bowen Yang. Yeah, yeah. Is it Keegan Michael Key? No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> the Afterlife or the the girl one? The girl one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's funny that not the, Kristen Wiig. Um, no, it's funny that the Ghostbusters Afterlife didn't make make any reference. To the um, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. She's funny. Yeah, she's Carol Baskin. Have you seen? You had four. You had four shots, and you didn't even say Kate McKinnon. There's four girl well, Ghostbusters. Well, I didn't think she was in it. Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Kate McKinnon, Leslie Jones. Well, my next option was going to be Chris Hemsworth, Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> um, no, yeah, Kate McKinnon's. They're doing a new show of the Tiger King. That's like. Oh, a with show. Nicolas Cage as Tiger King. No. Oh, I thought it was going to be. With some other guy. I thought Nicolas Cage was going to be no. Joe Exotic. But Kate McKinnon's Carol Baskin. Oh, that bitch. So um, we're watching that. So we mentioned quotables. We're not worthy is quoted. We're not, yeah. Um, another thing that people say all the time is, well, people don't say it all the time. Hang on, let me... <laughs> <laughs> Word this it's again. quotable, but people don't say it all the yeah. time. Is this is something that people don't say all the time, but they say all the time, but they don't. But not all the yeah. time. Not. <laughs> so when you're playing a sport in the street, right? Oh. <laughs> this is what I'm trying okay. to say. Yep. People say car when there's a car coming and you're playing a sport in the street. Yep. In Chicago, it's hockey. Yeah. In, in Australia, Melbourne, it's cricket. It's cricket. Yep. People say car now and say game on like Wayne and Garth. Like people would have said that before the 90s. They would have said car. Right. But now I think a lot of people say it, like Shane says it all the time. Okay. Whenever something is like game on, game on. (laughs) And when we do our boot camp, we sometimes do stuff running out in the street and a car will come. Because there's like five mechanic shops around our boot camp little factory. Okay. And they're not just like your standard mechanic. You know the mechanic that I go to, which is just an old bloke that just fixes cars in a factory and (laughs) has done for a hundred years. Yeah. And for a hundred bucks, he'll just look at your engine and tell you if it's fucked or not. Yeah. These are like cool dude ones. Yeah. So they just hoon up and down the street. And so we often have to be like, car... Car. But no one says game on, which is very disappointing. 
So that's I. That's the quotable. You know why people aren't quoting that anymore? Because these Gen Zs these oh, days, yeah. they don't get out and just play in the street. They've got to be on the TikToks and on the Snapchats <laughs> and on the Xboxes and the Playstations. They just need to get out and enjoy life. World isn't... Stop FaceTiming people and talk to people's face. Stop FaceTiming people and make time for faces. Oh, God. Jeez. You just had a moment like... That was just like an Alice Cooper, like in the middle of all of it. You've just had some like philosophical thing. Yeah. And I didn't even say it in Cantonese. Make time for people's faces. Can we talk about Tia Carrera? Before we move on, right? You've said kids don't get out on the streets. Yeah. But. Mainly because for the last couple of years, they haven't been legally allowed to. They haven't been allowed to be (laughs) in the streets. But I went to a 7-Eleven the other day. Well. And something happened that would normally annoy me. Okay. But it actually made me feel good about the world. As okay. I pulled up the car, my car in the car space, three kids rode up and just dumped their bikes in the doorway and walked in to get to the uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I get And you. I'm like, this would normally piss me off if someone was blocking the doorway. But it made me feel good about the world. Because when we were kids, we just rode around the neighbourhood yeah. with our mates. Yeah. And according to boomers, Gen, Gen Alpha, whatever they are now... Boomers and you. <laughs> yeah, boomers and me. They don't they spend too much time on the TikToks. They spend too much time on the TikToks and the FaceTime and the Xbox Lives. <laughs> These kids weren't doing that. They were actually out enjoying the world and Slurpees. There you go. So I felt good about the world. Good. Okay. Yeah. Then I saw two other kids. One kid stole another kid's bike and had a punch on. That was it. That's but, it. But, hey... They're, out, they're, they're outside. They're fighting for real they're and not, not fighting Nazis on not, Call of yeah, Duty or They're not punching on on Minecraft. They're actually <laughs> punching on in real life. I don't know if you punch on in Minecraft. I don't know if you fight Nazis in Call of Duty, but there we go. <laughs> Watch. Now it's going to be Call of Duty 4, World War 2. It's going to be Call of Duty 4, World War 2, but in like block form, so it looks like Fortnite. Okay. It's a whole mesh of... Oh, was Everything. I thinking of Fortnite, not Minecraft? No, Minecraft no is the block form. Oh, I was thinking of Minecraft, but said Fortnite. We sound old. Okay, let's move <laughs> on. Let's move on and talk about Can this 30 year old movie from our childhood. Tia Carrera. You know what? Was I was watching, she's a stone cold fox, or whatever they call her. And she wails. She really wails. Um, and uh, it was me she watching it. She did too. She sung her own song. Yeah, but watching it, I was like, there is no way she sings that. Because, like, the. The miming, lip syncing, whatever. Yeah. Wasn't that great? Not great. So it looks like she didn't know how to sing. Yeah. But then I was like, then I looked at the credits or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. That's impressive. She's a singer, dancer, actor, model. Yeah. Quadruple threat. Yeah. But name name four Name four things she's been in. Wayne's World. Wayne's World 2. Oh. Um, no, she was in some crimey thing. Okay. Was she? Uh, MacGyver? Uh, yeah, she was in a TV show. I know she's in a TV show. Was she in Baywatch? No. Surely she was in Baywatch. Are you thinking of Maggie Q? Uh, Hawaii Five O. Because initially I thought of Maggie Q, who plays that agent and she has her own show. Oh, she was did a voice in Lilo and Stitch. She's just done like little episodes of everything. Yeah, that's what people the do 18, these days. The 18, MacGyver. Well, that's before. Quantum Leap. Nikita, I was thinking of, oh. is Maggie Q, not Tia Carrera. Oh, right. True Lies. Randomness, Laverne and Shirley. What? The whole Laverne and Shirley bit in... Oh, I thought, I thought you were saying Tia Carrera <laughs> was in Laverne, was and not in Laverne and Shirley. I was like, I was how trying to get us back onto she? Wayne's World. Right. They do the whole Laverne and Shirley bit because they get to Milwaukee? Yeah, to see yeah. Alice Cooper. Yeah. And then they're doing the beer oh, bottles. Yes. And then they go, what are we doing? We've got Alice Cooper show to go to. Because that was they, funny. Um, the other bit that made me laugh was... It's like they have the green screen. And like, we can yeah. put anything yeah, back yeah. here. Like, New York. And hey, got to get a cap. Tokyo. Blah, 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 blah. Something, something. Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like, I don't know Delaware, but obviously... Well, it's like going Sydney. Hey, there's the Opera House. Melbourne. Hey, let's get a latte. Adelaide. (laughs) (laughs) Perth. Oh, that's in another country now. Perth. And then it's just you standing at the border from South Australia to Perth not being let in. I saw a meme the other day. I'm going back old school to early two drink cinema when I used to describe memes. Oh, great. I can't wait. And the meme is about a... It was like West Coast drafted this wanted to draft this AFL player and he's like oh but I don't want to I don't want to move to Perth and the AFL's like that's all right we got you yes <laughs> West we'll Coast put you in a gonna, hub West Coast are just going to play all of their games not in Perth again this year yeah like the AFLW have already all of West Coast and Fremantle playing here anyway yeah that's what that is yeah i it, it's dumb Okay, so we, we've we talked about the two main funny bits, the Cantonese bit and the ad bit were the main funny bits. Yep, yep. Other than that, it was just, you know, quotable bits, random Laverne and Shirley, random yeah. murderer said O'Neill. Random Terminator, random Grey Poupon. Surely his wife would have seen what Wayne wrote on the back of those cards. The big sponsor man's wife. Yeah, yeah. But she's dumb. She's a dumbo. Yeah. Um, I feel like if that was made now or like 10 years later, it would have been Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Would have played her for sure. Yep. It's such a her character. Yep. She's great. She probably would have done it better. I mean, she does most things better. Yeah, that's so. true. You know, um, no, I'm not going to tell that story. Shit ass. So we wanted to bring back two drink trivia and we thought we would start with a flashback to our episode on Austin Powers because that has a Mike Myers connection, but we actually didn't do Mike Myers in this trivia segment, but there's a connection anyway. So here's a flashback to IMDb known for related to Austin Powers. Okay, Jabba the Hutt's back. We're back from our non-commercial break. Yes. Do you like that? That's a joke. A I non-commercial. Non-commercial, because we're not sponsored by anyone yet, no. other than Odd Socks Entertainment, who's producing this podcast, who's also me. Yeah. Uh, and Dodo's Delights, which is a cafe, which is also me. Yeah, and I'm here. You do a real <laughs> job. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Define do. Anyway, don't <laughs> don't let me rant about bloody people not thinking hospitality and entertainment are real anyway, jobs. Anyway, so IMDb. We've got a new segment. <laughs> It's called IMDb Top 4 or IMDb Known For and that's pretty self-explanatory. But what we do is this is something that we test each other on occasionally. Um, I think we first did it in between rounds of pub trivia. I think it's it's along the lines of a Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon Well, that's another segment that we're going to come to later on. Yeah, so it was probably we watch a movie and go, oh, what are the, oh, look them up on IMDb. And then, oh, what do you reckon this person's top four are? Yes. So that's it. The IMDb app, which everybody knows because nobody looks up movies anywhere else. Uh, we are going to have an actor or an actress. Um, and then we have to guess what their top four things are that they're known for on IMDb. You'll get some thinking music as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can play along at home as you're consuming and ingesting our content. Yes. And then whoever wins this trivia has to nominate a movie for the other person to watch to catch up on so as we've mentioned in other episodes there are movies that brett has seen that i haven't and vice versa and so some of what we're going to be doing on two drink cinema is catching each other up on um those movies so from austin powers that we just talked about mike myers is a little bit obvious because three of his top four are austin powers yeah so and the other one's terrible. Yeah, the it's other one is the reason it. we thought he stopped making movies. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to go with the next biggest name. Liz Hurley's only been in two movies, Bedazzled and Austin Powers. And so, yeah. um, we're going to go with the next biggest name, which is Seth Green. Seth Green. So we're going to write down. Obviously, the four Will that Ferrell's we think. a bigger name, but he's in this movie for five minutes, so it doesn't really count. Well, round two might be Will Ferrell then. Okay, tiebreaker. We don't round. do any planning. Can you tell? For this podcast. We just say, we're talking about this movie, see how we go. So, Thinking Music, 
Seth Green, top four. Go. This is good um, online audio content. Yeah, there's thinking it? music. There's <laughs> do, 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 do. Maybe not sing that. it because you that's can't, copyright. Yeah, okay. Do, do, Was he on Jeopardy? Do, do, no. Do, do, do. Um, I'm trying to think of another Seth Green movie. And I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling. short. I'm struggling to get more than three. You know what? I've got four. Okay. Got four. I... Also have four. Um, There's the drum. All right, time's up. So we get a one point for everything that you put in the right spot in IMDb's order. All right. Two points if you got it in the right spot. One point if you got it, but it's in the wrong spot. Okay, I like that. Okay. That's good. All right. So they are. Oh, God. Robot Chicken. Oh, I had as that. As the number one. No, I, I had, had that, but in the number three spot. Same. Then in the number two <laughs> spot, The Italian Job. Oh, I didn't have that. He played Lyle in The Italian Job. I don't know. Jeez. The new one, not the not the Michael Caine, no, the not Mark the, Wahlberg. Not the, okay, Italian Job. Um, in the third spot, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Okay, I had that in the I fourth spot. I had in the spot. one spot. I had it in the fourth spot. And then... A movie called Party Monster. Oh. Based on the true story of Michael Ailig, a club kid party organiser whose life was sent spiralling down when he bragged on television about Macaulay his party Culkin? with Macaulay Culkin, Wilson Cruz, Seth Green and I Diana Scarwood. So we both got two points. That's a draw. Yeah, so... Will Ferrell, round uh, two. I can't. I just can't imagine that Austin Powers 2 isn't in it. Yeah, Over I had Austin Powers too, family guy. and Family Guy. Do we have the same four things? Yeah, we do. Yeah, but in yeah. a slightly different order. Mm, family Guy is Family Guy is his most recent thing, obviously, because it's still going. Uh, and then Punky Brewster. He's in, coming up in the Punky Brewster remake this year. Yeah, okay. So look forward to that, everybody. Okay. Will Ferrell. Okay. Will Ferrell. What are the things for Will oh, Ferrell? Okay. Oh, it's order-based too, so I need to make sure um, um, that they're that in the right called? order. Yeah. Don't look at my sheet. I'm not. I'm going to put up my record book like yeah. in um, high school and make sure you can't copy off my test. What's another movie he's in? Oh, I don't know. All right, See, I've got, he's been in a lot of things. Yeah, I've got four, and I'm not confident. All right. Do, 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 do. They're all do, stupid do, movies. So now I have to search up Will Ferrell. Oh, I don't, I do we have I different ones or the same ones? We have different ones. We have Will two the Ferrell, same. Will Ferrell, known for. Ready? Yep. In the top spot. Yep. Talladega Nights. Oh, I had that a second. But as producer, not actor. Okay, that's wrong. But, but still, anyway. he, but he, well, he was the actor. So that's one point for Talladega Nights. I yep. had in the fourth spot. I had in the second. Anchorman 2, I producer. Did. I didn't have it well, on there. A, a, uh, Will Ferrell is an actor well before he's a producer for anything. Yeah. I had that in the third spot, so that's one point. Anchorman 1. Yes. Actor. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I had that in I had the that third in the number spot. one spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then oh, all Blades of Glory. Yes, I had Blades of <laughs> In the fourth spot? In the fourth spot. Hey, oh. <laughs> yay. I don't know why. Because so it's a terrible movie. So win, I won. You win by a point. The reviews on the Google. Oh, yes. Which is one of our new segments for 2022 after our fans said they liked it. Thank you, Katie Lee. <laughs> <laughs> there are no um, one-star reviews. Just one-star ratings. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It seems to be a very, like, middle-of-the-road film. Okay. I don't think people really, really love it, love it, like it's in their top five of all time, and no one seems to really hate it. Right. Yes, I agree with that. So Katie Lee found one, actually, and this pretty much sums up people's thoughts on the movie from the ones that I read, right? She found this quote. 
this review. This one was on IMDb, though. Wayne's World isn't one of the greatest movies ever made, but it's certainly charming and funny enough for what it is. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. I'd also say it's safe to say that this is one of the better SNL transitions to the movies, and a lot of the credit has to go to its two stars. Right. Well, it's, it is a movie. I mean, like written around Wayne's World, Wayne, Garth, and Rob Lowe. Yeah. So it does make sense. Yeah. That Wayne's World is carried by Wayne. Yes. The ones I found were. So this one, the two I found that were the funniest, they didn't make sense. So there were like standard reviews of like, this movie's great, I can watch it at any time, four stars. Yes. Right? That was the general consensus of the Google reviews. Yep. Two years ago, this person wrote, every, every one of these words starts with a capital letter. Okay. Okay, just to, to disclaim this. Very funny when they shake and bang their heads around in the car while listening to Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the whole review of the movie. That's it? Yeah. I have one. Yeah. This is a four-star review. Okay. I really enjoyed this movie. It is a family movie and it is very funny. I think people any age can watch it. I also like the part where Wayne and Garth say, It's Wayne's World. Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. I also like the part where Wayne wrote funny things about the arcade person on the cards. It was cool how we learned Cassandra's language. I also liked when Wayne had the pizza, Doritos, and Pepsi. Another part I like is when they saw, when they say party on Wayne, party on Garth. A funny part was when Wayne said, a sphincter says what? <laughs> that is funny. There were a few inappropriate scenes, but I liked it. I also watched the second one. This is a great movie. That's like our whole... 45-minute review in eight sentences. That is like a kid wrote it for, like, show and tell. Yeah, but the night before. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit, I've got that Wayne's World review due tomorrow. It's like when they read a book and go, I like this character. I like the kitty. It was cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this one needs a little bit of unpacking, okay? There's no capitals at all in oh. this one, okay? Just to contrast the one I read before. This is a five-star review. Okay. Bruh, if you're a like a hard rocker, you're Goanna wanna watch this show because I got a skull on fire tattoo on my arm. Is that it? That's the review. Just oh. one more time. Bruh, if you're a like a hard rocker, you're Goanna wanna watch this show because I got a skull on fire tattoo on my arm. Okay, that is very accurate. Your, in both cases, is spelt Y-O-U-R. Right. Dis, obviously, is spelt D-I-S. Yeah, of course. I like this movie even though I don't have a skull on fire tattoo. Is that okay? I think that's fine. Okay, good. Um, also, Mike Myers is the only best actor. Enjoy this movie with the best music from Queen. Well, we love it. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Just... We won't read them all out, but go to Google Reviews and just scroll through a few of the Google Reviews for Wayne's World because I don't know. Because one of the most Googled questions for Wayne's World is, is Wayne's World a stoner movie? And I think most yeah. of the people must have been stoned when they wrote their reviews. Yeah. Judging by the couple that I've read. A lot of five-star reviews. Right. I watched it because of Bohemian Rhapsody scene. The movie was not as good as I thought. Do you want a professional review? Love it. Desson Howe wrote in the Washington Post. That's a real newspaper. Yeah. That making a movie out of such a teeny sketch is better than you'd expect. That was his quote, better than you'd expect. This is straight. I'm taking this straight from Wikipedia, I'll be honest. But criticised the finale, here we go, as an attempt to lampoon movie endings and a despair-driven inability to end the movie. Oh. Like, what? I don't think he really understood that the whole movie is taking the piss out of movies. Yes. And so having three endings takes the piss out of 
movie endings. Yeah. Like a despair-driven inability to end the movie. Like, because of the style of movie, they could have easily just gone, yeah, she gets a contract, they fall in love, end of movie. Yeah. And that would have worked perfectly fine. But they added a piss-take sketch about the ending of movies. Yeah. I think it's, to perfectly yeah. sum up this movie, I will take this last this last review okay. from Google. Yes. The movie is really good, but all movies have flaws, just like this one. Well, I mean, how can you argue with that? <laughs> That's the end of the episode, sure. Done. No, it's not the end of the episode. I'm going to end every episode with that. Because it doesn't mention anything in the movie, not even the movie's name, so you can use it wherever you want. Click that guy's profile, maybe that person's profile. Maybe they've just copied and pasted that onto every movie. <laughs> it's gone Re- to every movie ever made. Return to Oz. This is a good movie, but like every movie, it has flaws. Sharknado 4. This mo- I like this movie, <laughs> but like every movie has its flaws. All right. We're going to do... All right. Strap in, listeners, because <laughs> we paused halfway through this episode and it took 20 minutes to come up with this, so listen up. When you hear it, you will be surprised that it only took 20 minutes. It's that amazing. All right. We are going to this year give every movie a score on some different categories. Yep. All right. This is now titled the Chad S. Minquo score. Right. Lee, but Lee, who is Chad S. Minquo? Chad S. Minquo is our benefactor. Yes. And he pays for everything, but he doesn't really... Patreon.com forward slash Tudoring Cinema. He is our benefactor, and so we had to name our score after him. Yeah. Okay? Yep. Every movie is going to get a total score of all of the letters of our generous benefactor's name, Chad S. Minquo. Yes. They are in this order. Cry, whether or not I cried. How many, How many times, times I cried? cried. Yep. House, whether it's an, uh, a trailer, an apartment, or a big house, because they're yep. the only three things that are in movies. Yep. How alcoholic the movie is, because we drink. Yeah. And so we want to see if other people drink. Whether it's a Coke or a Pepsi movie. That's D for drink. Yes. Not to be cused, confused no. with A, a for, for alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, yeah. Yep. D for just soft drink. Stand up. How well the movie stands up now. Yeah. Easy to do for 2021's West Side Story. Yeah. Going to be much harder to do when we get later in the year and we're looking at a 100-year-old movie. Yeah. So stand up is for Chad S. Minquo's middle initial of S. Yep. S which we don't know what up. it stands for. He's very mysterious, Chad. Yeah. Yep. Impact. No. Memorability. Yeah. <laughs> How much we remembered the movie. Yes. We're not sure memorability is a word. But it is now. But it is part of Chad S. Minquo's name. Yep. Memorability. Impact. Mm. The cultural and social and cinematic impact of the film. Yep. Nostalgia. How nostalgic it is, basically. That's an easy one. Yeah. Quotability. How quotable it is. Yes. And then overall. Okay. Okay. We took the U from quotable. From okay. Q. You can't have just a Q. Right. Like even upwards <laughs> knows that you need the U. Yeah, you're not on being you're not being rude like Scrabble and just giving a bunch of Qs. Yeah. Well, and, probably like two Qs. And Q is worth the same as Z. Yeah. Q should be worth so much more. Because you can only use it with the with U. With a U. Yeah. Pretty much. Even at the end, I I can't think, and I'm really good at that wordle game that everyone's playing. I can't think of any word where Q is without a U. Yeah, it's interesting. Unless you're foreign. Yeah. Wordle, a lot of people are playing. Some people don't like it. If you look at some people's comments on some oh, people's yeah. Facebooks. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Ick, you, ick, yik. Ick, yik. Ick, So, we're going to go through each of these categories. Right. Okay? Deal with this. Bear with us. <laughs> Brett's put his glasses on, so shit's getting serious, all right? I'm, being, I'm Chad S. Minkwe. How many times did Lee cry? Zero. Zero. So that's because a zero. Even though the tagline for the movie is "You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll hurl," I only did one of those things. Yeah, and not really hurt. that much. <laughs> I spewed at the end of it. Now, was it a trailer? No. 
Was it an apartment? No. No. It was a big house. It was a big house with a basement. With a, a basement. big enough basement to have a so show. That gets three points. One point for yeah. a trailer, two points for an apartment, three points for a big house. Yeah. How alcoholic was the movie? We don't see much drinking, but that little guy that is wasted guy. through the whole film. And I thought he was going to hurl at some point, but he yeah. never did. Well, they he almost hurled right in front of the policeman. Mm. So, out of five, we're weighing up. There's not much drinking throughout the movie, but that guy's pissed the whole way. I'm going to go like a two. Okay. I was going to go a three. So, we'll go a 2.5. Done. I'm allowing decimals. Good. But, okay. It's a Coke or a Pepsi movie. This one's definitely definitely a Pepsi Pepsi. movie, but we're Coke people, so that's only one point. Done. If we're Coke people watching a Coke movie, it's two points. It's two points. Now, Chad S. Minquo. Yep. S for Sylvester. Maybe. Who knows? How well did the movie stand up? Now, are we saying like, are are we meaning standing up in terms of cancel culture or in terms of the special effects are bad? No, in terms of like, is it still a good movie to watch? Like, is it still funny or enjoyable or... Okay. Like, if when we watch Casablanca later in the year, is it still seem like a good movie? Okay, so I think this... Like I said before, you could make it now because it's eighties nostalgia. And also, it's n- there's not a lot of surprisingly, yeah, not a lot of cancelly culture stuff in there. Yeah, that I was a bit concerned with the whole Tia Carrera bit. Yeah, the Cantonese joke could have gone either way. Yeah, I don't know if you could have had Rob Lowe's line about Hong Kong in there now. Yeah, considering the difficulties. So out of five, I would say a three. Okay. Three out of five for how well yeah. it stands up. What kind of impact has it had? Not a lot, I would say. It's just another comedy movie. Okay, one. Or maybe it, uh, 1.5, because you said, um, maybe. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a point five. Well, you know what I mean? It's like, it didn't, it's not groundbreaking, or it's not like people are going, oh, Wayne's World has such a huge impact on cinema. Yeah, it's so many more movie. movies about guys making TV in their basement came out because of Wayne's World. Yeah. No. Mm. Memorability. Now, this is how memorable the movie is, i.e. Oh, I've done it again. You've done it wrong. I've done impact before memorability. Come Sorry, on, Chad. Chad. Chad, if you're listening. He's going to withdraw our funding. Gosh. We'll have to get Chad in as a guest. Memorability. I would say it's is a lower score. It's not how memorable score. the movie is. It's how well we remembered it. So, like, in the preview, we say, I, I remember... Scene one, yep. scene two, and the second last scene. Yeah. So, that's a one out of five for me. It's an yeah. hour and a half movie, and I reckoned I remembered 15 minutes of it. Yeah, do the maths. Yeah. That's about a one. That's about a fifth. Why not? Nostalgia. Does it make you go... Oh, yeah, I remember when I was of Wayne's World era. A little bit. I'm going to give it a three for this one. Yeah, I I would say a three. Quotability. Four. Four. This is a very quotable movie. It's a very quotable movie, but not like, you know, the most quotable. Yep. Yep. There we go. That was done. Okay. So, um. We both gave it a three for nostalgia. We both gave it a four for quotability. You gave it a one and I gave it a two for impact. We both gave it a one for memorability. And we didn't you give it a... 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. And then for stand-up, we both gave it a three. Didn't we? Yeah. Yep. Sure, why not? Okay. So... Now we're going to give the end of Chad S. Minquo's name. Overall rating out of five. You're allowed decimals. I'm making that executive decision. I'm going to go with 2.5. Okay. Because it's like just, it's a a movie. It's nothing great. It's not shit. It's enjoyable. You sit there and you're like, huh, that's it. I laughed less than I thought I would. Yes. I cried much less than the poster told me to, yeah. and I didn't feel like spewing at all. Not at Curling, all. Curling, sorry. Do you think they changed the poster for Australia? You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll spew? No, it was like, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll chunder. Chunder. 
spew. Where people women go and then chunder. Because that's land, the land down under. Oh, the land down is under. where people go and then chunder. Yeah, but that's so. only because it rhymes. Yeah, but now Surely it's people use spew now more than hurl. Oh, yeah. you're gonna In spew. the way that Americans use hurl. Yeah. Spew. I don't know. I can't. I watched I didn't, Euphoria. But I didn't spew. I watched Euphoria and I don't mention spew it a lot, I don't think. Which is surprising because they're on drugs all the time. So. Mention spewing a lot. Is Euphoria said in Australia? No, but like you hurling. know, you said you use hurl instead of spew instead of hurl now. Yeah. In America. No, no, here. Oh. We use spew the way use they hurl. use hurl. Yeah. We don't use chunder. No. No. I've never said I'm going to chunder. No. I don't spew often, but I've never said chunder. I'd have quickie vom. I vommed. Vom. Tactical vom. Tac vom. I'm going to give it 2.25. Ooh. Because I um, laughed less than I thought. Right. Okay. Now, I'm just going to play an ad while I total the columns. Sorry for another quick interruption. We're about to total up the first ever Chad S. Minquo scale, but... I stuffed it up. It's a well-known fact that I'm not good at maths, and we didn't realise this until the third Minquo score that we have given. So I'm letting you know before we do the totalling that it's actually out of 75, not 45, as we say, because I didn't recognise that both Brett and I are giving scores. So the total is out of 45, not 75. Back to our little ad, and then the totals. Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash two drink cinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema. Cheers. Okay, so I've done the totaling. Interesting. That I should have done during our first break. Yep. Out of a total of 45, Ooh. because we have eight categories worth five points each, crying, alcoholicness, stand-up memorability, impact, nostalgia, quotability overall. Then we have house is out of three and drinks out of two. So it's out of a total of 45. Yes. Our S Minquo score was 30.25. Okay. And our Chad score was 6.5. Ooh. So overall, Wayne's World has a 36.75 out of 45. Sounds like a lot. Yeah, that's not bad. The Chad score is quite low, though. But it's out of, what, 15? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But it will be interesting to see how this holds up against the rest of the Chad S. Minquo score for the rest of the year. Chad S. Minquo will be very happy that his name is mentioned every week. Yeah. If we get a real sponsor, I'm going to fuck Chad Minquo off and rename all this score yeah. out of our real sponsor. So if you're a company that has the same letters as Chad S. Minquo, or not contact even. us. Not even. We changed impact from something else so it fit Chad S. Minquo's name. Yeah. So don't even worry about it. Just yep. we're good with letters. Yeah, and we made up memorability. So <laughs> Yeah. So we can do it. So thirty six point seven five out of forty five is what we've given Wayne's World on the Chad S. Minquo scale. It's a it's a good movie. It's good. Not a terrible movie. It it's is easy sketchy. to mo- it's easy to watch. Yeah. And like all Mike Myers movies, it takes the piss out of movies. Yeah. Like Austin Powers takes the piss out of movies. Um, Love Guru, even though I've never seen it, I'm sure does that. It takes the piss out of life. Thanks. <laughs> Is Justin Timberlake in that? Yeah, it was the only good thing about it. Oh, geez, that's it's also probably something. quite problematic now. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just racist. <laughs> that too. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you would like early access to our preview episodes, then get onto patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema and you can have early access to those episodes as well as the opportunity to add your thoughts and reviews as Katie Lee has done for Wayne's World. The link for that is in the episode description as well as the link to our socials where you can follow us and keep up to date. Uh, there's our Facebook group too that you get to be part of if you are a Patreon. So thank you for your support. If you don't want to shell out the cash for the Patreon, then give us a rating and review on Apple or Spotify or tell your friends about us. That will make an impact on what we are doing as well. Thank you, Brett. Party only. We'll be back next week talking about Cabaret. Yep. (laughs) Party on. Excellent. Excellent. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheers. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.